0: Today we're going to talk about last night's Raw, which sadly was was really the status quo to me. It wasn't anything very exciting. I mean, there were some good points, but a lot of really just quick stuff, and that was it. So I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know. But I'm going to get to all of that after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. That was about the 95th time, but it worked. And uh I'd say there were some high points um last night uh definitely some high points, definitely some uh uh points, and uh a lot of wasted time. It just felt things that could have been you know better, like what's the point of having it there? if you're literally gonna have it last like snap of a finger like uh, don't understand the theory behind that or the process behind that but i mean that seems to be what they like to do lately so i mean it is what it is there's nothing we can physically do about it but i will st- say that you know state very clearly that starting off with that steel cage match between biggie and ko regardless of yeah you know, who won a hell of a way to start out a show um might have been very close to, you know, the best thing they had all night. Um, You know, but hell of a steel cage match. I mean, you think of two people you want to see just beat the hell out of each other. I mean, they definitely hit the mark there. We know what Big E's, you know, proving he can do. We know what KO can do. He's proven that for years and years. Pre-NXT, you know, around the world. NXT, main roster, when they actually give him the opportunity. I mean, look at everything he did with Roman last year. I mean... That was great. Like that stuff that they did together at all those pay-per-views was phenomenal. I don't think it was even earlier, the beginning of this year. Like they were just tearing the place down all over the place, no matter what they did, and having great matches for a couple months. And I was okay with it. One why, because he's actually one of the best, yeah, you know, wrestlers they have. But there's other people that get you know, priority on the pecking order, and I get that, but We'll say takeaways from that match. That was a hell of a sunset flip bomb and KO to Big E and damn was that a hell of a thud. When Big E went slamming into the mat, that was always good to see. It's good, you know, the big guys, you know, taking bumps like in those situations when it's necessary. And I will say Strowman and Lashley hitting like Big E, like this year. You know, once Lashley got the title, I mean they were like Strowman was in there, like all of them were taking really big bumps and doing all kinds of, you know. Yeah, you know, nothing crazy, but they were taking them, which was intriguing just to see them do it. And they were doing it at appropriate, you know, at appropriate times, which was really the big one. I would say that that's the key takeaway is doing it right. And you now that was another one of those things they did. Right. Uh, and Biggie winning, you know, climbing out of the cage with a big ending off the second rope. That was, you know, a good, big move. Don't go for the pin, just crawl out. Which was a good you know, way to do it. And it set up what I felt they did at least the beginning wrong. Like when they were both crawling for the door, anyone listening to this that was watching Raw or seen Raw, or can go back and watch Raw, please enlighten me if uh, you didn't see Seth slamming the door on both their heads coming. You're just sitting there waiting. Like, He's coming. He's coming. And then kaboom. So, and yeah, he finally showed up. Like we all saw that coming. So I give you, you know, bad marks for that because we all knew it was coming. And granted, you know, I mean, they have to have them do it in some, like, shape or form. But, you know, that obvious. I don't like it when we can all see it coming. Those aren't the things that I like. I'm sorry. Like, you know, do it in a different spot, not in the same exact spot that everyone's done it for decades. Uh, And then the attack on KO, you know, afterwards, attack on Big E right after he got out of the cage and one got back to his feet. That was okay. Big E getting up. You know, getting a big ending on Seth and KO afterwards. I'm cool with that. Uh, I'm not cool with Lashley coming out and attacking them all after the fact. During commercial. Like, you know, Lashley do his big attack and you do it during commercial. So, I mean, granted, all that accomplished was we got to waste a whole lot more time showing the replay and everything that happened. But... Why, if he's going to attack everyone like that, why have him do it during commercial break? When literally, I mean, gave the live crowd, son, which is good. I will give you that. You know, it gives them a great experience, but they get to see the matches mm. during commercial when all the people at, you know, on TV can't. So, I mean, that's a big thing. Him just saying, hey, I'm here taking everyone out. Well, I don't get why they did that um necessarily just in that way but him inserting himself back in there i mean again i thought that was the best lashley we ever saw during her business when he was champion I mean, he's putting up you know in the matches where he actually had to have matches they were all good like you hell even hell in a cell against yeah you know, xavier woods was still like not a bad match i mean he was letting xavier get away with a lot of stuff yeah i didn't think like, it was actually a match so I like where they're going. I just don't know why they did it that way. But again, he attacks them all. That could lead to day one doing something. The Royal Rumble doing like that could lead to, you know, so many different things to insert himself back into the title picture with WrestleMania right around the corner. So I get it. I don't like them doing during a commercial break. You know, it is what it is. Uh, another waste where Queen Zelina, you know, with Carmella defeated Nikki Ash with Rhea Ripley in her corner. And really, my only takeaway besides that was really, really quick win for Zelina hitting the code red and getting the win. Like, all of it total was one segment. Like, Queen Zelina going between the fake royal accent and her Brooklyn accent in that same time she was walking to the ring. Maybe it was just my ears, but like, either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. Stop like doing this in between thing. Just let her have that brick, you know, just let her have her accent, her New York accent. Just be a miserable fuck. I didn't say it, so I can't get in trouble, but be just let her be her. Let her do that. The fake accent just kills me. And again, a really, really quick match and just segment all together. Uh, we got to see Riddle and Randy backstage, which was good. Riddle and those damn blazers that they got Randy to wear, and I thought he was going to get him to break. I mean, you saw him turn away and just for a second. So I thought he was going to get Randy to you know, break on TV, but he didn't. Damn shame. That led to first round match in the RK Broniment, figure out the number one contenders for the tag titles between the street profits and AJ Styles and Omos who they defeated uh, it, it, I mean not like it was a bad match because we all know what all of them are capable of I mean but you know how athletic charismatic how good they can talk how over they are i find it mesmerizing that the profits haven't had been a serious threat or champs in this long granted there were some injuries and stuff like that but this seems weird because people are all over it and loving you catching i mean cares who it is like i felt they should get more um and then omas tagging himself in and gets them counted out it helps the profits move on then he walks out on aj uh see where that goes it hasn't been I mean, really actually has been that long, it seems, since AJ got Omos. So, I mean, really, I mean, time's flying on that one, isn't it? Now you think about it. But you know, is he ready for them to split? I don't know. For him to go out on his own? We're going to find out. Is this going to be one thing and they move on? I don't know. Uh, didn't see it coming. I mean, sooner or later, we all knew it was going to come. It's just, what are they going to do with Omos then? especially with the rumble coming up and all that. Yeah, because he's such a big SOB. What are they going to do with him? How do they play that card? That, my friends, is a good question. How do you play that one with him this close to it? Looking forward to seeing it. I mean, I figured the Mysterios would. Yeah, but that's coming too. That has to be coming. But I figured they'd have some kind of thing before those two just to get almost more experience. But I mean, them being champions there's like so much they could do. I said it repeatedly. I'm sure people that listened to this and watched it themselves thought it repeatedly. You know, them as champs was just like, you know, Nia and Shayna. Like, no offense to them, but they could only do so much with so many people with just the size disparity between, you know, Naya and the rest of, you know, most of them. why uh, like Tamina was perfect because she's not like big. She's just, you know, she's got the strength and the size and all that to match that, you know, compared to all pretty much the whole rest of the roster. minus like dewdrop. So that made sense when they drop it to them. Like it's just, I don't know, AJ and Omos. We'll see what they do with it. As long as it, I mean, AJ's got more upside than Omos. I mean, just, I don't know. We haven't seen him do a lot of stuff. He dominated that battle royal. So, I mean, I'm sure they're going to have something planned for the Royal Rumble. But hopefully they don't give it to him So I just don't think he's ready. I think he'll just be a – the hell are they going to do to make that a good match? I don't know. But Damian Priest has a U.S. Championship Open Challenge, which gets answered by one Robert Roode with, you know, of course, Dolph Ziggler right there at his side. Uh, And I've always liked Roode. You know, I always thought that, I mean, I thought his stuff before WWE was great, I thought his stuff in NXT when it was, you know, before they ruined it. This was years ago, though, was, like, great as champion. Like, I thought you'd look at him, you're like, what, chiseled? Like, he has to look to be champion. But again, it's probably his size that hindered him from getting there. You know, fully there, the fact he came from, you know, it's just, there's not a lot of guys to get there. Um, but he pulled off a hell of a good backstabber and he has one of the previous spine busters still going on i'll argue people over that spine buster like that's a pretty spine buster um him and priest again had a good match and ziggler with the super kick after the match to priest now we at least know where the united states championship is going forward because obviously i mean i been mean, going off on everyone for this whole disrespect thing and all that for some reason i don't see him taking that super kick too nicely and just letting it go so at least we know where that's going again ziggler can have great matches so Obviously, that's why he's still there. Like, Ziggler, like, you'll know how good someone is because, you know, it's not going to be Ziggler's fault if it sucks. Uh, that was that. It was a good match, though. I mean, for Rude, you don't get to see a lot of them. You know, singles matches just because, you know, him and Ziggler and the tag team and all that. But I mean, he's very competent. You know, backstabbers, pretty ass spine buster. Like, there's all kinds of good stuff there. So we'll see where it goes. Hopefully they don't have yeah, Priest drop the belt to Ziggler. No offense to him. I just don't think he needs it. Yeah, I think there's other young talent that can be thrown in that position to keep going with him, but I think they'll put on a hell of a good match or matches if it, it works out. Uh, Bianca Belair and Dewdrop is pretty much just another waste of time. Dewdrop yeah, got the jump and he started barreling down the ramp to attack Bianca beforehand, and then by the end of the match, she just walked out and got counted out whatever you want to call it. Like I wasn't thoroughly all too impressed with it. Um, The fans really didn't seem to be too in it. I mean, there are more in it for Bianca's side than dewdrops. drops. How they went from having so many people like in it to think about that, even Marie by her side, of course. So everyone like, yeah, what am a killer. Well, I get that. But that was something. Uh, Vince and theory still doing their thing. Um Theory wasn't ready for the match. They so told him to go, you know, you have to press them some other way. We'll get to that later, but we'll see where they go with that whole theory and Vince thing. And I held a slap last week. So obviously, you know, they keep doing it. It's going somewhere, but see how that plays out. News TV with edge. Uh, I think it was be- like uh, maybe not slightly better, but on par, maybe a little better than the original one last week. Cause the last week just felt so, Scripted and this one obviously, you know, I mean there was a little more heat to it, a little more fire, and it wasn't very close to what they did on dynamite. So I think it was done AW. There you go. I think it was dynamite though. Uh so this was better. Um uh, big ridiculous takeaway though. Uh his claiming that on the real world, that because the real world he was more famous than 90% of the locker room when he got to WWE. I'm going to have to beg to differ on that one. But I'm just going to leave that at that. That show, I mean, the real world, what was great, I'm pretty sure it's gone now. I don't know. I don't watch MTV. Um, but look at the people that are on that roster, 90% of the roster. I'd probably beg to differ. You put a, I mean, Most people that don't watch wrestling, they weren't watching the real world either. Just saying, like he might have brought some people over because they hated him, just how he was on the real world to see what he could do to see him, you know, get mauled. But I mean, he went 90%. But at least at day one, we get to see a match between the two of them. So we'll see how that works. I mean, I just matches have been great since he came back with, uh, you know, storytelling and all that. So it should be really, really good. Like I'm looking forward to that. We know the Miz can wrestle. So. I'm really looking for it's gonna be good. Like that one, we know is gonna be good. So let's just. any yeah, of him cocking back in the mist, slipping and falling, trying to you know, dodge and get out of the way. So, nine thousand dollars shoes too. Like that just hurt my head. I think I spent that much money on all my shoes combined. And I had to buy boots in the Marine Corps and stuff. Like, it's just weird how people do that. and bring it up, but anyway, moving on. R.K. Bronamick continued with the match between the Mysterios and the Alpha Academy. It's riddle on commentary, but he was alone this time because Randy said he was done. Uh, Dom stole that match on Gable out of nowhere. Like, he didn't see it coming. He rolled out. It was, again, really, really fast. Like, it was so fast, Ray and Otis didn't even get in the match. Like, it was that fast. It was as fast as a hiccup. One minute they're there, next man, gone. So, I mean, they didn't even make tags. We'll see where they go with that. Where they go with the Alpha Academy, I think it's a damn shame because we all know what I feel about uh, Gable and his talent and the whole thing with Otis. You know, I mean, it works. So I can't believe that happened. Uh, And we did at least get to see, probably, hopefully, some bit of the future, though. After the match, Riddle jumped in there to do his, you know, journalistic riddle, and he got slammed by Otis. I'm sure that's going to lead to something down the line. Um, Another quick one. Was Finn Balor defeating T bar. It's a damn shame that he's still T bar, not Dijakovic. I mean, like, she got to go back to being me Yim, even though they never used her and dropped her. Like, so I don't get it, but I think he's still making the best out of the gimmick, too. I mean, he's still putting on good matches, you know, for the little bit they let him have. Uh, and, but Finn wins, and that was another really cool. Like, the entrances were longer than the match. Then, theory attacked Finn afterwards to try to, you know, impress Vince or something. So, there's that. I really think that Finn and Theory, if they let him go, could be really, really good stuff right there. Um, Good test forms, we all know, yeah, how Finn works and what he could do and yeah, all that. So I think that's going to be a phenomenal thing. Um, Whenever they finally get to it, throw out all this Vince and Finn thing, as long as they don't throw a bunch of stupid in there, which I'm sure they're going to throw stupid in there, just like through that stupid golden egg. So I'm sure there's more stupid to come, but well, if they don't get too stupid, I think that could be like gold for them. And again, hopefully T-Bar can go back to being Dominic Dijakovic or something. Just let the man go back to it. T-Bar died. Like the day Retribution actually like debuted and showed up, it was dead. Fact. Reggie blocked Tamina from getting to, you know, immediately getting to Dana in the 24-7 title. So I don't know where the hell we're going with all that. And then the main event, big time, Beck successfully defending against Liv Morgan on the anniversary you know, of Trish and Lita main eventing. Um, there's flurries of really good stuff, but I don't know. It just it, it just felt odd to me and weird. Uh, another personal because I love both of them. Um, it was just I oh, know there's really good stuff, and then there was just ugh. there's a bunch of. Ugh. If you were watching that, I'm pretty sure we all saw a bunch of. Ugh. Comment and tell me that there wasn't a bunch of, but I think there was. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. Then Becky getting to the bottom rope again, like she won against Charlotte for the win. I mean, obviously, that should probably lead to something at day one or, you know, a rematch somewhere. So we'll see if that's what they actually do with it. But, you know, it was still, you know, decent match i mean i'm not sure like raw main event i mean but it is raw um that could have been the beginning and then the steel cage could have been at the end you could have lashley come out and everyone there and just attack everyone as they went off the air to reestablish himself and boom i just fixed the whole entire problem for you You always say that was that boom um I not know. again it wasn't terrible just lunch it just felt weird to me it just felt off match seemed weird some botches here and there. The timing, like, there was just a bunch of weird, I don't know. Um, but I'm not taking anything away from me that we know Becky could do and live. We all remember where she was when she started skill-wise compared to now. So it's a vast improvement. It's just, it was weird. Sorry. I have no better word for it. That was weird. Feel free to comment and tell me exactly what you felt about it. I just, there's just, I don't know. It's just weird to me. But overall, though, I mean, there's so many just quick segments and stuff. Like, it wasn't like I, I want to say I was excited about it, but was I really? I mean, it's just really, really just a bunch of weird stuff, man. Lots well, of short matches, short segments. I don't know. It wasn't a complete waste. I mean, there's a lot of good spots. Uh, and Finn in theory, again, that should be good. Big E and them, the cage, that was good. I uh, Just Street Profits and the Mysterios. I mean, that should be a really good match next week, literally. Just with everyone involved. So, you know, there was some good stuff, but it, I don't know. It's just the same old, like, thing to me. Just rushing through a bunch of segments, Selena having an accent and then not having an accent and then going back to having an accent. Like, there's just so much of it that, I don't know. The greatest thing in the world to me, but the greatest thing in the world to me, also. Yeah, you know, I, you know, again, you know, yeah, I'll go with the greatest thing about today is that I don't, I'm not going to watch NXT. I mean, so I'll watch it first thing tomorrow morning while Hannah's at work, but I'll be at an N- at NXT, uh, at a Breaking Benjamin acoustic show here in Jacksonville, which still baffles me that they're even coming here. Um, So at least I get that after watching that. And again, it wasn't bad. It was just a normal, you know, it felt the same to me. Nothing exciting, but comment, let me know what you think. Well, that being said, I'm jumping off. I appreciate y'all. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and repeat all the videos, all the audios, share them out. That helps me immensely. You could follow along on all the platforms. I'm all over the place. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble. Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Sketcher, Breaker, Anchor. Yeah, I'm all over there. So me and Justin, Hannah, Dan, all of us, we all appreciate it. So again, share them all out, comment and tell me what you think. And click subscribe and follow on all the channels and comment on stuff because that helps us get more you know, not- noticed. Actually, it helps get everything out there. But make sure you let me know what you think enjoy nxt night or whatever you're doing tomorrow i'll be back on to talk about probably both the concert and nxt and we'll get into like theme songs and music just to make it all make sense and we'll be back then so thanks for checking me out don't forget to like share comment and repeat on all video and audio and i'll be back tomorrow so until then enjoy the rest of your night and peace